I have hit the record button. That was efficient. That was. I mean, 25 seconds in and we had our headphones on, girl. That was good news because we were so off last time. We, we really had to make it up this time. We did it. We did it. We have become professionals after about two and a half years of this. <laughs> God, it really has been that long, hasn't it? <laughs> yes, it has. Do you know what just occurred to me? And I'm just calling out our our terrible planning uh, oh, right sure. here to everyone. Um, we, for the first time ever did not coordinate a Cinco de Mayo drop or a Mother's Day drop. Yeah. Oops. Time does not exist anymore, Amy. This is the new world. (laughs) And time doesn't exist. I honestly hope my mother is not expecting anything for Mother's Day. Because it's impossible to go shopping for fun things. I sent my mom Mm -hmm. flowers she already received them um, uh, two days before Mother's Day, and they were awful. They were like all half dead. The stems were broken. I'm like, oh, there goes $100 I didn't have. It's just bullshit because, you know, I guess businesses are like, hey, we're working with what we've got and we're doing our best. I'm like, mm, yeah, if you want your business to thrive during this very uncertain time, you have to do better. So now my mom oh, got man. dead flowers for Mother's Day, and I don't know what that says about me as a child. <laughs> <laughs> At least you tried. Yes. <laughs> and I thought about it in advance, right? Like, um, I don't even, I have not thought of anything, and it's tomorrow, and I live here. So I, I don't think, think a that's... phone call will do. <laughs> The best gift. I just called her from upstairs. <laughs> Sent her a Mother's Day bitmoji of you. Like, happy Mother's Day, mommy. <laughs> you can, like, make her a cup of coffee or make her a drink tomorrow night. Or say, here's my gift to you is that I'm here in person. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's less of a gift, gift for them right now, I think. <laughs> She's like, isn't that our gift to you? Yeah, right. <laughs> Oops, thanks moms everywhere. Especially considering we keep recording on the weekends and my poor dad is trying to like fix this bedroom upstairs. And so I'll be like, you have to be quiet now for three hours in the middle of Saturday. And he's like, cool, great. Cool, 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 cool. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, daddy. He's in there painting right now, which is a very quiet activity. That's a very so. quiet activity. And of all the times we have heard dad making noise, mm-hmm. it, we've only heard it through our headphones. It's never really yeah. come out on the on the podcast. So It doesn't. We just sound crazy because we're like, what Oh my God, that? what was that? What was yeah. that? Did you hear that banging? <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> well, this is the kind of paranoia that you're just going to have to come to expect on... Banshees and Boo! 
news. A paranormal podcast. With a shot of liquid courage. Is it paranormal? Is it paranoia? I don't know what's the difference. Oh, man. Mm, I added. I added to our. No, no, I've never, I like I'm that. never going to do that again. Okay. Oh, I burped. Finally. <laughs> what's wrong with me today? I'm barely burping. It's embarrassing. Who am you I? You need to like. You got to move around a little bit or something. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I have been quite stagnant. Mm-hmm. Very still. Um, yay. How you doing? Uh, a good in you. <laughs> very good. Happy, um, happy, very belated Mother's Day to everybody. Because this mm-hmm. episode will be dropping like a week or like nine days after Mother's Day. Eight yeah. days after Mother's Day. Hope everyone had a We should have said it. We should have said it in the last recording. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That would have been oh, way closer. Oh, shit. Duh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tammy, like you said, oh. time doesn't exist. Time doesn't exist, but I just remembered a thing I was going to do last week, and I didn't. So, whoops. I'll do it this week. What is um, it? Hey, guys. Guess what? What? It's quarantine. Uh, we're all pursuing our dreams in different ways. Uh, some friends and I got together. I wrote a play. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I totally forgot. So I wrote a play, and um, it's about uh, dating uh, while we're all in quarantine. And it has been written to be performed on Zoom. And uh, when this drops, there will be two more performances. It will be on Friday and Saturday. Um, hey, just kidding. Editor Tammy here. It's actually on Saturday and Sunday. Whoops. Days don't matter. Bye. I'm pulling it up because uh, we literally just renamed it. So, uh, oh, uh, it's called When Love Meets Corona. <laughs> All you need is Zoom. That's the subtitle. Oh, my God. Um, so we had another title that I loved a lot. And then Freeform literally came out with their, they announced a television show that's going to start showing in August named the exact same thing. Oh, boo. Thanks a lot, guys. I guess Um, they have better lawyers. So they win. Yeah. You know, we don't need their charity SEO Google. I like love in the time of Corona. Oh, that's what it was called before. Oh, shit. This is, yeah. Oh, wait, what's it called again? (laughs) When Love Meets Corona lo- is the new title. Yeah, Love Whoa. in the Time of Corona was the name that I had for my show. Creepy, because yes. <laughs> I've never heard of the Freeform or yours. And like, why did I think it was called Love in the Time of Corona? Because it's a great fucking name. So <laughs> I'm not bitter. It's fine. <sighs> your watch plays, that show too. Your plays are so good. And I'm so excited Thank to watch you. it. So how can people watch it, Tams? Well, I don't have a lot of details right now because we haven't set it up yet. This was a legitimately, I was having Zoom drinks and my friends said, hey, remember that time we had an idea and you wrote a play? You want to do that again? I said, yes, because I was drunk and uh, I wrote the play in like nine days. So it's actually really good. I like it a lot. Um, It's performed all on Zoom. I'm in it. And um yeah, I think it's going to be really fun and funny and like an interesting thing. We're kind of using Zoom to our advantage. Cool. Um, How exciting. So we're using all kinds of fun things like, you know, chat feature and, you know. <gasps> nice. Yeah, it's it's going to be really cool. I'm pretty excited about it. Let's share screen fun. Um, so, yeah, if you are interested in seeing the show, um, 
I will definitely be sharing the flyer on my personal Instagram. So I'm at Tammy Hillberry and it's T-A-M-I-H-I-L-L-B-E-R-R-Y. I think you can get to that from our account too. Uh, yes. But um, Tammy is tagged and every time we p- make a post on the Banshees and Booze Instagram oh, yeah. account, we b- our, our personal accounts are both tagged, but I'm private. So don't try to friend me. I won't Oh yeah. It. I never tag you because you're private. So. Yeah. <laughs> Tag me um, so I remember to look at it, though. That's oh, the okay, I'll I do that. <laughs> I got it, got I'm it. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, new post, and I, uh, yay. <laughs> so I think we're going to be, I think we're going to charge for tickets. I think it's going to be like five bucks. Um, but anytime we do these shows, we're gathering for charity. We're just recouping any, there was like almost no like costs for this because it's literally like, what do you have in your closet? Cool, wear that. But you your know, time so. is worth money. Well, we're not paying ourselves, but, but, you know, so we'll recoup our costs if there are any. And then um, we'll, we'll, there'll be a good charity that we end up donating to. So it's kind of cool because it's coming out right around the time they're finally finalizing. The last play that I wrote is getting published and we're just about to be able to get that in, in book form. So yeah, I just felt really, yeah, good and fun to have all those things happening at the same time. And it's been very fast, but I think it's going to be great. You know, we kind of wanted to strike while the iron was hot got it written and we basically got a week and a half of rehearsals and then we're doing it. So. I can't wait to see it. And we'll yeah. definitely, yes, Tammy will definitely post about it and, and we'll remind everybody to watch because well, I'm thank super you. excited. I love all of your plays that you write in Aww. and act in and they've always been so good. So I know this Aww, one will be You're really so fun. sweet. I'm, I'm thrilled too. Cause it's like anybody can watch it now. Cause it's no longer, you don't have to be in LA, you know? Right. So. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. I, Almost all of the cast is in LA and I'm in Texas. So, you know, I love cool. it. It's, yeah. it's been a huge advantage. I'm doing a writing class through Zoom right now and there's people taking it in New York and oh, like yeah. the Midwest and out here in LA. And we just all tune in at 7 p.m. Pacific and it's great. It's giving people opportunities who normally don't, you know, to like watch an LA based play or, yeah, you know, yeah. like that's really cool. Yay. Congrats, Yay. girl. Proud of Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. Yeah. Hope it hope it goes well. So um that's the, you know, that was my self promotion corner. Um, but that's not what we're here to talk about today, Amy. Well what, that's not we're, what we're here to talk what about. What we're at talking all. about is a is tied to things that happen due to coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Right? Reuniting through Zoom, finding new ways to date, and mm-hmm. things becoming abandoned. And shut yep. down, which is the topic of today, I think, right? Why yeah. am I always so what confused about it? today's topic? I literally have no idea, and I'm sorry. And I thought, like, I was like, why, why, how did I confuse her so much? I don't know. So it's I titled the folder, I titled the folder COVID Closures. Yes. Because that was like, so it was just, I was actually trying to make this easy. I was like, let's do anything anything but like the idea is it's places that are closed down right now because of covid and like as you all know that's fucking everything, everything is closed so well which basically meant we could re rehearse oh because we're talking about plays i'm like we could yep. rehearse we could research pretty mm-hmm. much anything because yep. uh everything's closed down so yep. that opened up the whole world to it really a, did to many possibilities so well 
you're going first this week, but I want to drink. So oh, yeah, duh. May, may I tell you what I'm doing and what I'm drinking and then throw it over to you? Please do, Tammy. Please oh, do. Excellent. Excellent. Well, my friend, I finally had a good excuse. I am doing the Tower of London, which. <laughs> oh, my God. To quote the website. In line with Public Health England guidance, we have taken the decision to close all six of our palaces and gardens until 31st May. We will be reviewing this and will keep you updated. Oh, so chip, chip. It is closed. Cheerio. So my drink. Great news. You know how the Queen's guards got the tall, fuzzy, funny hats? Yeah. And you know how there's other guys that have like the big wide shoulders that's red and they have other kinds of hats that are tall, but not that tall. Yes. So those guys, um, they do they do guarding in other places and those are called beef eaters. (laughs) Oh, like beef eater gin. Oh, yes, like Beef Eater Gin, my friend. Whoa. So this week, I will be drinking Beef Eater Gin with some LaCroix, because that's what I had. Um, Ooh, I <laughs> never I, knew that's what a Beef Eater... I didn't know that was even a thing. I felt like I halfway knew it, because it's on the bottle, but I started researching it and was like, because then I even was Googling, and apparently... There is a pub inside the Tower of London that's not open to the public. <gasps> it is only for the beef eaters who work at the Tower of London, but you can get invited. No freaking um, way. Yeah. It's called The Keys, and it's named after the Ceremony of the Keys, which has happened every night for 700 years when they officially lock down the tower. So Ooh, this is so cool. I love this already. So some beef eater gin and some grapefruit pomplamousse uh mm, la croix beautiful yeah. well mm-hmm. very funny i also am having a grapefruit beverage so this was oh, really not the drink i was planning so my topic is um retail stores because Ooh. all retail stores are pretty much empty right now and abandoned yes, except for maybe some employees who can still fulfill orders for curbside pickup. Um, So I found this great article about haunted retail stores. And um, well, I was just thinking, oh, usually when I'm shopping in the mall or shopping at stores, I'm like, I grab a coffee. I treat myself to a little coffee. So I was going to do coffee with the almond milk Baileys. Just and call call it like mall coffee. But then I was like, oh my gosh, you and I, obviously, we just recorded a podcast episode prior to this one right now, and I did not have time to brew a fucking pot of coffee and think oh, about no. it in advance. And I was like, that's going to take way too long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I cheated and I just went for what my heart and body desired. Yes. And I made, is it called a Greyhound when you just do vodka yes. and grapefruit juice? Yes, it is. I just went for that. It has nothing to do with retail stores, except maybe when you go shopping, you take the Greyhound bus. Absolutely. Um, to the shops. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yes. Uh, I love it. So there we Good go. Good for you. <laughs> Listen to your body. And we were clearly both in the great mood for grapefruit today. We really and just were. Vitamin C. <laughs> I mean, th- I'm going to put that on a shirt and I'm going to be like, quote, Amy. Vitamin, vitamin C. Vitamin C in your alcohol. Cheers to that. Mm. Cheers. Mm. I'm going to be so burpy. Mm. You're going to be so burpy. I love it. Oh, I just oh. love grapefruit juice so much. Mm. 
And I'm using the same cup I used in the last episode. I didn't feel like doing dishes because that's how it is. And nobody got time for that. And nobody got time for nothing. Even though people assume because it's quarantine, we have all the time in the world. We're still busy, you guys. Ugh. 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 Okay, so um, I just copied and pasted an article from Mental Floss by Maggie Malak. And it was mm. originally titled... Eight haunted retail stores where you can browse for ghosts. Um, but I whittled it down to six. So it's six retail stores. Reason being, Dang. one of them wasn't very interesting at all. It like, wasn't even haunted. And another one you've done. It was that Toys R Us. Remember <gasps> that episode? Cool. <laughs> yeah. So I took it out because Tammy's already done the haunted Toys R Us in. That was a good one. California. It was somewhere in North. It was in California. Yeah, it was in California. Like not too far from the valley, but out Because we were like, we could maybe drive Yes, there. that's right. That was a creepy one. I remember like the teddy bears that were moving like at yeah, the end of each and, like, aisle. Sylvia Brown showed yes, up, didn't she? she did. Yeah. Yes, she did. Ooh, do I have to burp even though I'm not having any? Uh, oh, excuse me. You just listened to your body and it was a beautiful thing. My body needed to expel air through its mouth and it did. And I'm proud of that. <laughs> um, okay, so shall we? Okay, so six haunted retail stores where you can browse for ghosts if you're into that kind of thing which we are um yeah. okay so the first one is the pike pike place market in seattle which is another reason oh, i wanted yeah. to do coffee but um oops i have a greyhound um <laughs> so these are all pretty brief as one of the most famous public markets in the country pike place market is known for a lot of things fresh coffee fresh fish and paranormal activity never knew this Ooh, fresh Fresh ghosts. And fresh ghosts. I'll take a uh, latte, um, a filet of salmon, and your finest entity. Yeah. Uh, so the Seattle Times reported on a number of figures who supposedly walk through walls or vanish into thin air. One older gentleman named Frank apparently likes to introduce himself to the living outside of a restroom at the alibi room. Ew, I don't want to come out of a public restroom to a man flirting with me, oh, dead uh. or alive. Get out, Frank. What was that? Ugh. Yeah, Frank. Um, various other spirits also have names like Princess Angeline, Madame Nora, and Fat Lady Barber. <laughs> we got a princess. We got a madam, And God damn it, we got a fat lady, too. She's like, hey, <laughs> hey, she's like, this was the Renaissance era. We like plump was in. OK, jeez, <laughs> uh, this is awful. That's so bad. It's like a circus sideshow. Like princess, madam, fat ladies, get in here. Come on, come You're on. You're not even allowed to be like unconventionally weighted when you're dead for crying out <laughs> loud. Gosh, everybody, make sure when you die, you're in top shape because yeah. you're going to get all judged and shit. shit. Oh, God. At one, I see, I didn't know this. At one point in the early 1900s, one section of the market was home to a mortuary. Ew. Uh, I guess it was like the only place they had ice in the oh, city. So they were like, put the fish, you put the bodies, <laughs> but no fat chicks. <laughs> <laughs> 
fish, dead bodies. It all smells the same. But keep those stinky <laughs> fat ladies out of here, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Frank, get out of the bathroom. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, it was a mortuary. Um, currently operating in the basement of that space is Kell's Irish Restaurant and Pub. So the basement of an old mortuary is now an Irish pub, and I would 1,000% go there. Um, mm-hmm. Its manager, Patrick McKelsey, uh, recalled some eerie instances, um, such as a wall mirror inexplicably shattering, only to have the shards fall into a neat pile. Whoa. Yeah, he says, you think someone must be pulling your leg, but then you don't see anyone. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that cry cry um the next one is a store in new york city called cause c-o-s i've never heard of it i will look Hmm. it up later um so it's in uh soho um so legend dates back to 1799 when Julielma Elmore Sands tried to elope with her fellow boarding house tenant, Levi Weeks. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she was running a boarding house. Levi is renting a room and she's like, hey, let's get out of here, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they try to run away to elope. 11 days later, her body was found at the bottom of the well. The well. A well. I've seen that place. Oh, my God. You have? I'm so scared. I, I saw that place in my research. I was about to say, is there a well? Yes, yes. There's a well, yeah. Tammy. Oh, my God. It, it's very scary looking. Have you seen the picture? No, but now I have to. Yeah, don't. No, yeah. I have to now. You have to. Oh, I'm so mm. scared. Oh, God. Because yep. you know I have to post it now that I know that there mm-hmm. is a picture. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, that, the bottom well. of that well. What? <laughs> Good one. Whale? whale? There's a whale. <laughs> well, there's a whale of a whale and a tail of a whale. It's was like my grandpa. My grandpa, uh, a long time ago, he was, uh, he. I remember he came and saw a play I was in one time. He was just very verbal, you know? Mm, mm. And uh, it was in the play. One of the ladies had like a thick accent and somebody was like, Oh, such and such, such. And she goes, whale, you know, to like go answer. And he's like, ah, whale. And like, I was like, oh my oh. God, Papa, Papa, Papa. you're humiliating me. Uh, it is also on tape. Like literally this poor 14 year old performer, like is like uh. gently heckled by my grandfather. <laughs> and she's like doing like a double take. Like what the fuck? <laughs> it was delightful. Papa, come on. Whale. Whale. I think of that all the time. I love that. It's a whale of a well in that store (laughs) in New York City. (gasps) They got a whale of a sale. (laughs) So soup's creepy, right? So now the bottom of that whale is in Mm -hmm. this store. So Levi was arrested. So the dude that was renting the boarding house that they were going to elope together, he was arrested, tried, and acquitted in the first major murder trial in America that was... Oh, my God, by Alexander Hamilton. Yeah, it was... See, I God did research damn this. damn it. She researched it already. Uh, no, I think it's I think it's just because we were going to do Alexander or something mm, like that. Yes. Well, yeah. it was the first... Um, murder trial in America that was fully recorded by a court stenographer mm. and his attorneys were Alexander Hamilton and Aaron, and Aaron Burr, Burr. Sir. Sir. Uh, but- <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but uh, his go- um, the woman's ghost is said to roam the store, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and she like uh, they apparently she tries to warn other female shoppers in there, like. Like stay stay away from don't run off with your Horizontal lovers. Horizontal stripes will make you look like a fat lady. Don't look like the fat lady barber <laughs> in Seattle. Honey, you're a summer, not a winter. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that's the kind of ghost I want. <laughs> listen to what you can do. You can still see the well. It's in the back of the men's department in the basement. Tammy, it's still there. No. It oh, it's so gross and scary. And I forget how old New York actually is. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so then we have the Cherryvale Mall in Rockford, Illinois. Uh, Excuse me, I'm burping like crazy suddenly. Um, since its opening in 1973, the Cherry Vale Mall in Rockford, Illinois, has been the site of some spooky vibes. The Rock River Times. <laughs> that just sounds so, like, badass. I love it. Rock it's River. Very Midwest. Rock River Times. Uh, noted that Woo! mall. <laughs> Rock and roll. Mall employees reported feeling watched or followed after the venue closed at night. Others have reported that certain stores would be a mess in the morning. With clothing scattered or displays knocked over, even if the space was cleaned before locking up, and on uh, even and on an even more unsettling note, some even claimed that bathroom doors were held shut by an unknown force. Fuck and that. here's where I just got to give a shout out to one of our great listeners, Katie or Kate, right? Who, um, oh yeah, she works at a haunt or did at least a year or so ago at a haunted mall mm-hmm. and it's got a ghost in the bathroom and her stories, mm-hmm. we've shared it on the podcast are so fucking scary. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, okay. Number four, um, there's a bookstore called browse a while books in tips. Oh, I will. Thanks. Yeah, you know what? Please do. Don't touch them. There's a pandemic. Um, yeah. In Tip City, Ohio. Uh, so Browse a Wild Book specializes in rare and out of print books. And it's rumored to be the home to as many as 13 ghosts. Paranormal Damn. sightings reportedly include books randomly falling off shelves, voices being heard, footsteps in areas without customers, and yes, Actual ghost sightings. Mm-mm-mm. Brian Stevenson, director of the Valley View Paranormal Society, experienced a couple of particularly unsettling incidents, Incidents, according to the Tip News Daily. In one, he was scratched a number of times in the basement, and in another, he claimed to have been partially possessed and to have blacked out momentarily while in the sci-fi room. I'm sorry, the Zach. sci-fi room, hell yeah! Also, oh, also sorry, does yeah, it, that other stuff. Does it not sound like something Zach Bagans would would totally pull uh, off? Oh my god! Oh my and he's gosh, like wearing his s- glasses because he's into sci-fi. God, I got scratched in the basement, and guys, guys, I got partially possessed. I blacked out in sci-fi <laughs> sci-fi room. Aaron, 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 we're locking lock you, you in. in. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna surround you with sci-fi books. We're going to lock you in here with a Star Wars fan and a Star Trek fan, and you got to keep them apart. Uh, No. 
And I'm the Star Trek fan. And I'm not either. So some, <laughs> we got to find a Star Wars fan. <laughs> so then we have another bookstore, John K. King Used and Rare Books in Detroit. So owner John K. King told the Detroit Free Press that strange occurrences had been happening in his store for decades. He dates it back to when items belonging to a woman who committed suicide were brought into the space. So I guess Ooh. a woman took her own life. People are cleaning out her stuff. Donate all her books here. Soon mm. after that happened, employees reported hearing footsteps and door slamming. But when the woman's things were moved out, everything went back to normal. So he says, Ooh. it doesn't mean that she's not here, but I just haven't noticed her. A local psychic claims the bookstore may still be active based on a late former employee who may be keeping tabs on his basement office. So mm. dead people love used books. I mean, <laughs> I mean, me too. Right. If you're not dead, that's Tammy. Like, I can't stop thinking about the last bookstore in downtown L.A. You know that's one of my favorite spaces in all of L.A. Was just discussing that. We were talking about um, the reopening of retail stores that sell used items and consignment items. And we were very heartbroken because we love the last bookstore and Iliad Bookshop here in North Hollywood. And we're like, what are we going to do about used books? We love used books and used records and, you know, like Mm -hmm. consignment. It's going to be... I heard Amoeba's closing down. Well, they're relocating. Well, they were always going to be... They were going to be relocating always because they're knocking down that whole thing. Yeah, they're going to probably build condos. It's definitely condos. I read they're not reopening. Oh, really? Yeah, Hmm. I read that recently. I will be very, very, very heartbroken. But what sucks is like that location is definitely permanently closed now. They have, whether they move or not, but it's like, we'll never get to go in that space again. I know. I I mean, that was one of the places I like visited on my goodbye tour. (laughs) I love that place. Freaking gentrification. Like they were always going to move because they're building dumb condos. But yeah. Yeah. So um, shout out to all of these uh, used bookstores that are being Mm -hmm. haunted, probably now more so than ever because the ghosts have their own space now. Um, And the last one would be the Diamond Center in Anchorage, Alaska. We did haunted Alaska a few, like a month ago, and I I never came across this one. Uh, The Diamond Center Shopping Mall in Anchorage, Alaska was reportedly built above an ancient oh burial ground of native my Alaskans. God, even Alaska's got to put up shopping malls on ancient burial grounds, huh? People <laughs> have claimed to hear drum and flute music and to have seen various ghosts in native dress wandering the hallways. But most spooky are the claims that transparent wolves are also <gasps> prowling the mall. I'm into it. I want this. <gasps> I will go hang out with the transparent wolves. <laughs> we just need to go to Anchorage. I mean... I straight up just the other day I was digging through my uh my I can't really get to my clothes over there. It's very stupid. I've got a cat tree in front of it. And I was digging through the back corner and I was like, yeah, I'll put on this shirt. And I pulled it out and it was my wolf shirt. I forgot I owned I a giant wolf, wolf shirt. shirt. Me too. I forgot I owned it and I put it on and was like, this is what's been missing in my life. My wolf spirit. <laughs> I remember your wolf shirt. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, you gotta you gotta wear that in honor of the transparent wolves and anchorage so Alaska. Cute. Just 
the mall. I love that like yeah. people just like shopping at like a total Americanized mall, just like see ghosts in native dress shopping around too. Like, mm-hmm. oh, do they make that in a? Do they make that in a? 2020 Except from or forever 21 they're really good at appropriating they're like i said that and straight up my wolf shirt is fucking from forever 21. oh no oh no i Tammy. am a living walking contradiction uh, I, she said it not me hey you didn't have to admit that it was from forever 21 but you did and i respect mm-hmm. that thank respect you that. i call myself out frequently do it often <laughs> It's healthy. <laughs> well, that is the a haunted retail stores um, oh. that are currently closed due to the virus. I don't know about the market. It might be open, but. Um, no, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way. No, no, I, I doubt it. But uh, yes, we uh, send good vibes out to all of those retailers who have currently lost business during the pandemic and uh, hope to visit you soon. Oh, thank yes. you. Uh, Thank you. Um, Amy. London I already told calling. you what I'm doing. Yes. <laughs> I'm doing the Tower of London, which, by the way, I haven't actually been inside. Mm-hmm. Um, I walked by a couple times. I finished. How did you finish your drink while you were doing your research? I don't <laughs> I I didn't even see that. I love grapefruit juice so much. I cannot (laughs) not drink. (laughs) I'm like, I finished my drink as I did. That's a a first. Good for you. That's a first. This is for Sammy. Is it? Is it for us? Let's let you sober up while I. It's a first for me and so happy. So good. Um. So Tower of London's haunted as fuck. It's closed because of coronavirus. We discussed this. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my research from Wikipedia and exploringcastles.com. Cool. Um, so exploringcastles.com had a very long article that I basically copied and pasted. I'll be honest with you. Some of their language is a little clunky in my opinion. So forgive me if I complain. Um... Let's talk about it because here's the thing. I know the Tower of London and the uh, and I feel like coming out of my you know high school education what I knew about the Tower of London was it's a prison. People got locked up there and murdered and stuff like that. The things I did not know were that it wasn't always a prison. So Really? So that's all I know as well. So the Tower of London is officially called Her Majesty's Royal Palace and Fortress of the Tower of London. Hmm. Um, It's located on the north bank of the River Thames. It's in central London. And um, it is, oh, it's uh, on Tower Hill. So I don't know if the hill was named after the tower or the tower was named after the hill. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? Who knows? Um, It was founded towards the end of 1066. What? As part of the the Norman conquest of England. Um, The White Tower, which gives the entire castle its name, was built by William the Conqueror in 1078. (laughs) Jesus, they just don't build things the way they used to, huh? But things were built to last back then. 
Mm-hmm. Damn. Um, so, and people hated it. It was seen as a symbol of oppression inflicted upon London by the new rulers, you know, William the Conqueror, mm. always be conquering. Mm. Um, it, the, that part was used as a prison um, starting in 1100, and it was used as a prison until 1952. What? Jesus, yeah. this was a prison for like a thousand years almost. Yeah, so it's actually, it's a whole castle complex, but that tower part was the, the prison part. Okay. Um, it's several buildings. Um, it's set within two concentric rings of defensive walls and a moat. So it's like straight up classic wow. like, castle shit. Um, and there were a bunch of periods of expansion in the 12th and 13th centuries, blah, blah, blah. Okay, the tower has served variously as an armory, a treasury, a zoo, <laughs> the home to the royal mint, a public record office, and it is the home of the crown jewels of England. Oh, shit. Yep. Oh, yeah, because yep. in um, The Great Muppet Caper, I think yes. there's like something to do with stealing the crown jewels from the Tower of London. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Sherlock, too. It's in Sherlock. Okay. Too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which I just, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's talk about some ghosts. Okay. The, okay. Many famous figures have met an untimely death in the Tower of London. In 1483, the two young princes were infamously murdered, with their murder remaining unsolved to this day. So I'm going to talk about the two little princes just in case you don't know about that. Okay. I don't. Okay. So. One of them was Edward V, King of England, and one of them was Richard of Shrewsbury, Duke of York, his brother. Um, They were the only sons of Edward IV, and um, he died in 1483. They were 12 and 9 years old, and so he was king, but obviously they're like, we need a regent. You know, we don't just let a 12-year-old rule, generally speaking. (laughs) So then um, their protector, their Lord Protector, that's an official title, uh, Richard, Duke of Gloucester, um, was like, hey, you guys, go wait in this castle while we get ready to do a coronation for you since you're about to be king and I will be Lord Protector. Y'all go wait in this castle. And then right before they were crowned, they were declared illegitimate. Which means they're not able to be king or king to be. Rude. Their uncle Richard, a.k.a. Richard III, ascended to the throne and the boys disappeared. Um, oh. And to this day, it is an unsolved thing. People are definitely like, they were fucking murdered. Um, Duh. And uh, in like... Maybe like a hundred years later, they were doing some construction and they found this box buried under some stairs and there were the bones of two small children. So they think those were the bones of the little princes. And it's a very like, it's like people at the were like fucking outraged. So it was like they were supposed to be king. The brother of the king was like, mm, actually... They're illegitimate. They they aren't really, you know, they're not heir to the throne. Well, then after Richard, so then it becomes, this is just more history, but basically somebody married the sister, but before they did that, they had to get them 
declared legitimate again, even though those boys were dead, married the sister. And then it was like, we've got a lock on the throne now. And that turned into that was Henry the seventh. So then Henry the seventh is the father of Henry the eighth, which is a great transition into another ghost. Anne Boleyn. Oh, because my Anne God. Boleyn was, lo- was put into the tower and was beheaded uh, by her husband, Henry VIII, for only having a girl child, a.k.a. the greatest ruler, one of the greatest rulers of the English monarchy, Queen Elizabeth I. Oh, um, my he- God. My brain is going, go, 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 go. It is like, legitimately, when people, people are like, You know, some people criticize that there are some English people and people all over the world who are a little like royal obsessed. It's like, uh, like it's, you know, it makes it which, yeah, it's it's awful the way the press treats them and and everything like that. But at the same time, listen to this fucking drama. It's in their DNA to be seriously, seriously. I mean, all these power grabs and like, oh, I mean, it must be good to be king and queen, man. Like. I wouldn't want the yeah. job of like a president, but hell yeah, put me on a throne. Give me some crown jewels and tell See? me I can make the rules. I'm in. I respect that about you. I feel like I've read way too many histories. I'm like, I w- like, and I also watch too much Survivor. I'm like, I wouldn't be good at making the right people happy and believing the right information, you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good point, too, huh? I just wanted to dress up in pretty things, but yeah. I mean, well, I want that, too. That's, that's why you become a French courtesan. Okay. Because... You get to have sex with the king and he pays you lots of money, but you're generally not like beheaded. Generally. Okay. And sometimes you even are friends with the queen because the queen's like, I didn't fucking pick this guy. Like I had to marry him because our dads wanted to form an alliance. I don't even like him. Oh. And it's like, could you please fuck him tonight? Because I am done. And she's like, girl, I got you. I'm going to party and fuck you the king. And it's fine. And I get to wear pretty things and live in a castle. Yes. This is the point. You get to live in the castle and wear pretty things. I'm okay. all about it. I'm into it. I'm into it. Thank God you know history, Tammy. You talked to me I, out. I know the important parts of history. Well, the, the real important thing is you talked me down from being the queen. And yeah. now I can just be a saucy little French lady in the castle instead. Ha ha ha. I tricked her. And now I'm the queen. No! <laughs> I, was, I was good at it the whole time. I was good at it the whole time. Curses. Spoiled again. <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to get cast on Survivor. Um, okay. Let's talk about Anne Boleyn. Mm-hmm. Um, she was uh, imprisoned in the tower and beheaded in 1536. Uh, the ghost of Anne has been spotted in many different parts of the Tower of London, both roaming inside the buildings and outside upon the Tower Green. Um, it is said that her headless torso paces through the tower at night and is most frequently spotted in the Chapel of St. Peter, where she was buried following her execution. Ooh. Um, in 1864, a soldier guarding the tower saw the terrifying headless figure of Anne, panicked, and tried to stab it with his bayonet. Ah! Come on, that's double murder. That's double murder. Don't murder a ghost, guys. They've already been through enough. They've been through it. Mm. Um, the dagger went straight through her ghostly figure. The soldier fainted from fright and was about to be court-martialed for being asleep on duty. <laughs> <laughs> However, 
Many other guards came forward and claimed they'd also seen the ghost of Anne whilst on duty at night. Mm. So the soldier was let off. Um, so here's another story about Anne Boleyn in the tower. Um, her body was originally buried beneath St. Peter's Chapel, which is where uh, that guard saw her. In 1876, Queen Victoria ordered that the bodies in the chapel should be exhumed to be buried more appropriately because since Tudor times, it's it, we're, we're in the same, it's all blood here. So we're all related to that, we being the royal family. I'm using the we. Uh, Damn it, I thought I was we. related to the royal family. <laughs> I'm sorry. Stop boiling um, me, Tammy. So Queen Victoria was like, y'all need to get my great, 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 great grandma out of there and bury her more appropriately. Um, a short while after this, uh, one of the captains of the guard was patrolling the tower and saw a strange flickering light in the chapel. He climbed to the one of the windows and pressed his face against the glass and was amazed by what he saw. Inside the chapel, he saw a procession of lords, ladies, and knights in armor. At the center of the festivity was a small, delicately dressed woman who he said he recognized from a portrait as being Anne Boleyn. What? Uh-huh. Um, after a few minutes, the lights faded away and the procession disappeared. Uh, and he was left staring into just an empty church. Oh, my God. Um, okay. So then... Let's see. There is also a mysterious white woman, not a white woman. It's probably a woman. Like a lady in white? Yeah, it says white woman. I'm like, there's a Karen in the tower. (laughs) 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 She wants to see the manager. Um, And they're like, this is the queen's place. And she's like, yeah, get me the queen. Um, So... There was a there was a talk for a little while. They were talking about how many castles have this specter of a lady in white, um, but this one is like the spookiest. Um, often visitors glimpse a figure in white out of the corner of their eyes, and then quite suddenly they smell the terrible pungent smell of an old perfume which i'm like maybe don't judge it um uh the tower uh tourists to the tower have reported the sensation that something is tapping them on the shoulder they see a lady in white out of the corner of their eye and as they turn she disappears whoa okay so uh here's a first person account oh his name Edmund Linthal Swift uh, was keeper of the crown jewels between 1814 and 1852. Wow. That's a long stretch. It's a pretty good long stretch. Uh, He lived inside the tower with his family. And he recorded, uh, in his own words, a very spooky experience. Um, It happened on a Saturday night in October at, quote, about the witching hour. (gasps) 3 a.m.? I think so. He was in the Jewel House, uh, which is now called the Martin Tower, um, which was the prison of Anne Boleyn. Mm. Uh, the windows were closed, the curtains were pulled tight, and the room was lighted by a couple of candles. His, he and his family were seated within. Uh, suddenly, something very odd happened, and then this says, let's hear it exactly in his own words. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. 
You're going to do his voice, says, obviously. I will. It's a, and then it says, quote, and then there's like the thing where they've inserted other words to clarify. Oh, yes. <laughs> so it's like in his own words. <laughs> Two but quotes. But first, let's put some words. Yeah. <laughs> My wife looked up and exclaimed, good God, what is that? I looked up and saw a cylindrical figure like a glass tube, seemingly about the thickness of my arm. It was hovering between the ceiling and the table. Its contents appeared to be a dense fluid, white and pale azure, like the gathering of a summer cloud, and incessantly rolling and mingling within the cylinder. This lasted about two minutes. Mm. Then it began slowly to move before my sister-in-law, then following the oblong shape of the table before my son and myself, passing behind my wife, it paused for a moment over her right shoulder. Instantly, she crouched down with both hands covering her shoulder. She shrieked out, Oh, Christ, it has seized me! Even now, whilst writing, I feel fresh the horror of that moment. (laughs) Bravo, Tammy, bravo. I'm just trying to sell you on my award-winning play that I wrote in nine days. And I'm going to perform with less than a week of rehearsal. And you're going to perform it with that amount of dramatism. I love it. Acting. Your motivation is the keeper of the crown jewels in the uh-huh. 1800s who just saw the ghost of Anne Boleyn. Uh-huh. Okay, so I'm going to um, skip over this, but there's a there's a ghost bear. I just ah! need you to know that. Does, is he friends with the ghost wolves back in Alaska? And that's, I mean, that's why I needed to mention it. Because, you know, it used to be a zoo and there's, that's a, right. there's a bear. And guess what? Somebody else tried to stab it with a fucking bayonet. And guess what? It didn't work. Guys, stop um, stabbing ghosts with bayonets. Jeez. And then there's also some armor of Henry VIII there that's super haunted, apparently. Oh. Um, and then lastly, I wanted to leave you with this because it's not about ghosts, but it is about the happiest thing on planet Earth. The part that I saw of the tower as I'm going across the bridge and I look over, you know I'm going to talk about the ravens of the Tower of London. Yes, I was waiting. I was like, she has not mentioned those crows yet. Ravens, sorry. I waited. (laughs) Also, I feel like it's been coming to me because there is a family slash murder of crows or ravens that have moved into the tree next to my window. (gasps) Tammy. every morning... My cat sits and looks out there, and they are interested. I think there's a hatchling in there because you'll hear you'll hear one of them go, and then you'll hear, it's so cute. This is amazing. It's really cute, and they've been like like doing flybys in my window, like so close that I can like hear their wings, you know. And it's really cute because Gus sits there and looks. And, you know, he's scared of everything. He is not scared. He loves it. He's so into it. I think they're all friends. Oh, my God. I love this so much. This is so beautiful. So if people don't know, the Ravens of the Tower of London, it's a group of at least six captive ravens that are residents there. And their presence is believed to protect the crown and the tower. There's a superstition that says if the Tower of London ravens are lost or fly away, the crown will fall and Britain with it. <gasps> um, it's probably it was probably established in the Victorian era that um, superstition, but 
throughout history, wild ravens existed in London. Nowadays, it's pretty much only the domesticated ones. Oh. Um, and wild ravens live more out in the country. But mm. um, so, uh, ba, 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 ba. oh, I read a thing and I forgot to write it down. But apparently during World War Two. The ravens were used as bomb spotters no. during the Blitz. What? And they would alert, they would hear, they would like hear the planes coming. They would watch and they would alert when there were bombs. And all but one of them died in service during World War II. Oh, Isn't my that crazy? God, that's so cool. How special. That is awesome. I, I never knew the history or the reasoning behind all of the crows at the Lon yeah. London of, wait, the Tower of London. <laughs> so the, London the Ravens Tower. Are, <laughs> whoops. The, ra- the Ravens are um, officially tended to by the Raven Master of the Yeoman Warders. And the Yeoman Warders are more commonly known as Beefeaters. Um, and... Uh, I just thought you should know that the names of the current Tower Ravens, they have six for safety and one for spare, <laughs> as they call it. Uh, the Ravens are named Jubilee, Harris, Grip, Rocky, Aaron, Poppy, and Merlina. Those are great names. And if you don't already, you should follow the Raven Master on Twitter because he's delightful and he posts all kinds of pictures of the adorable ravens. Oh my God, that they're just all wasted on beef eater gin. That mm-hmm. is how it works presently. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize there was there were only that many crows. I thought there were like so many. I've never been. Um, I've never seen it. So I imagined well, like they, woof, everywhere. Well, they used to have a hard time. They... um. Uh, maybe 2012, I think they had four hatchlings, which was amazing. That's not a common thing. And they all, uh, I think two of them are in service and then two of them went off to be in other places. Wow. Um, Cool. Tammy, that was awesome. I learned so much. And of course that place is haunted as fuck. I didn't realize it's like a thousand years old. Yeah, right? Jeez. Uh, I mean, think about it. If, like, a retail store can be this haunted, of course mm-hmm. the Tower of London is going to be, like, hella haunted. Hella haunted. Very cool. I was really fascinating. Boy, I can't wait to travel again. Thanks. Damn. I know. So much to see. So much to I see. Um, well, that was really, really fun. And now you just have to let me know one more thing. Okay. What have you been binging? Oh, Amy, that's such a good question. We talked about Hollywood last time. Oh, that's uh, right. We kind of used both of yours already. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Um, I mean, legitimately, I'm watching Deep Space Nine. Uh, like, there, I just have no. I, I'm. Uh, that's what I'm doing. That's what uh, you. Do. What wait, was that? I'm going to show you something. Did you what? hear that? No. Okay. Would you hear something? Something weird. It sounded like. You know the sound of, um, (laughs) I'm scared. You know what it sounds like? It sounds almost like a Foley sound or something, but like, um, like if somebody back in the days of cassette tapes, like ripped the tape out and it made like a noise. Whoa. I didn't hear that at all. It sounded almost like tape was running and someone yanked the tape out. Like that kind of screaky, screechy. Yeah. Like it's a very specific sound. It <laughs> was. And then there was this weird sound after that that I can't identify. And then like that was that 
you didn't hear it. So that's weird. weird. That was so weird. Cause like you didn't freeze or anything on your end. So it doesn't no. seem like a technical glitch. Okay. That was well, weird. We'll see <laughs> if your mic picked it up. Because oh <laughs> well, my ears picked it up and I'm scared. <laughs> uh, um, okay. Sorry. So you're binging deep space nine. <laughs> I mean, I'm always binging deep space nine. I'm almost done. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm probably just going to watch it again. I don't know. Like, it's like what I sleep to now, you know, We've, you maybe I'll go to the West wing or something. Yeah. That's a good sleep to show. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I've never watched The West Wing either, but mm-hmm. it's a big commitment because there's so many episodes. I mean, you don't have to watch it all. Also, a lot of people just stop when Aaron Sorkin left. Oh, um, okay. Which, you know, I've watched all of it, and there's definitely, like, you're like, oh, fuck, this is not what I was expecting. Um, but if you give it a chance, they figure out their own way. Okay. And then it yeah. gets better again. Such is life, right? Gotta give everything some time. Give it a chance. Give it, a chance, guys. Give it some room. Amy, yeah. what are you binging? Um, I haven't fully binged, but I just started uh, season two Ugh. of Dead to Me. Which is... Oh, my God. I want to watch that so bad. Did you watch season one? I did. I and loved I'm, it. I, I, there's no way my mic's not picking this up. I'm going to close my window. Yeah. My neighbor decided to weed eat. I hear Hold it. Hold on. I'll be, I'll be right back. Uh, I'm sorry. I definitely hear Fucking that, Tammy. suburbs. <laughs> well, I'm just going to keep talking about Dead to Me. Um, so I'm on the second episode of season no I'm on the third episode of season two and you know it's almost like this is the kind of show that always ends in a spoiler or a cliffhanger so I won't say much else about it but uh yeah dead to me very good I loved season one so much it was so freaking good so yes um yeah I can't say much because you know everything's like a surprise in that show but it's great it's very good I love the actresses I love the performances are so good and it's funny. And then there's so much mystery. and It's just great mm-hmm. all, all around. So that's what going I, on. it's going on my list. Yay. Yeah. Put it on your list for sure. I I'm so excited. It's back. I'm thrilled. So yes. And that's one of my favorite expressions to say. You're dead to me. You dead you're to me. The dead, dead to, me. to me. Dead to me. I have to say like my great aunt Yolanda. You're dead to me. You're not going to eat that lasagna. You're dead to me. <laughs> oh, you're vegetarian. You're dead to me. You can't. You're not gonna eat that. Dead to me. She is dead right now, so I should probably stop. <laughs> God, that's good. Oh man. Well, guess who's not dead? Tammy and I are alive and well, and we want to read your ghost stories if you got yes. them. And I know you do. Um, so be sure to email them to us at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com or submit them through our website, banshiesandbooze.com. You can also slide into our DMs over at Instagram. Wow. We are at Banshees and Booze. Oops. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> God damn it. Yes, Tammy was correct. It's Banshees and Booze on Instagram, but on Twitter. But Amy was also correct because on Twitter, we're, we're you want to do it? Banshees 
Mm. Booze. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Nailed you. Thank it. you. I was Nailed just it. over Nailed ambitious it. there. Um, and also, uh, you know, every other week we do a different state. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we call it our 50 States of Ghost series. And what we've been doing, and we plan as of now to continue it, is we do a live drawing um, to pull out the name of the state that we will research next. And we've been doing it on Instagram Live. Um, we will always announce when that's coming up on our Instagram page. Mm-hmm. So make sure to take a look out for that as well. Yeah. Uh, I got nothing else. Oh, rate, review, and subscribe. Uh-huh. And tell your friends. Because uh-huh. we're all in this together. Hell yeah. And stuff. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm so inspired. And, 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 hey, Tammy. Oh, fuck. Uh, yes, Amy. If you see a ghost. Um, uh, ram it with a bayonet because that always works, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seriously. Those poor bears. They're like, stop it. I know. Please, That's part of a gosh. zoo and some medieval fucking shit. Like, come on, guys. I, I lived in a tower for crying out loud. I'm a fucking uh, bear in a tower. <laughs> and now I'm a ghost bear in a tower. Put your fucking bayonet away. Rawr. <laughs> um, hey, Amy. Yes, Tammy. If you see a ghost, uh, put on a fancy dress and fuck the French king. Oh, nasty. All right, guys, stay safe and healthy, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.